0: welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager at Bona Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. Hello, Rob. How you doing, bud? Hello, Rob. Happy
1: Veterans Day.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say the same, man. Uh, yeah, happy I Veterans Day. I
1: even wore my camo hat today. To there you go. To salute our veterans.
0: Yep. Thank you to all of our veterans that, that have served and... Uh, thanks for the sacrifice and the service and all that you've done and all that you do. So appreciate that.
1: We even have a lot of guys uh, who work at Bona who were veterans.
0: Mm-hmm. I was,
1: I was pretty yeah. surprised. A lot of guys.
0: Yeah. Quite a few guys. Yeah.
1: So hats off to all those guys. Thank you very much. Yeah. They wouldn't wouldn't count day my... for those guys. They deserve the shout outs.
0: Absolutely. It wouldn't count my high school junior ROTC as, you know, it didn't count, I guess. Uh,
1: Are you no. kidding me? That's that <laughs> I give thanks for that freedom that you provided me every day.
0: <laughs> what well, was my responsibility? At, at ball games, we had to help park cars. Yeah. Right. I'm not nice. trying to. But uh, anyhow, yeah, thanks to all the veterans. Did you ever think of going in the military? The biggest shock of my life is that I did not join the military. I knew I was. I mean, that's my whole, everything, and uh, growing up, there was no doubt in my mind I was going to join the military. I probably recruited 10 kids to join the military. <laughs> I, I know I have. I, I was a recruiter. The recruiter should have gave me side money, but um, I uh, I took the physical and everything. I, I went to ROTC just because when you join, you get an extra stripe as soon as you go in, join the high school ROTC, and do the three years or four years, and so... Um, I, uh, the recruiter actually, w- w- he came to my house, and everything, and then all I had to do was sign the paperwork, everything else was done, and he put that black pen in my hand, that black pen that says U.S. government on it, and when he put that black pen in my hand, I thought, I've seen those pens my entire life, I mean, you know, we're a military family, I, I mean, every drawer you open in our house, there's a black pen that says U.S. government on it, and it just hit me, all of a sudden, it's all I knew, and I thought to myself, you know what, we're going to move to California. Why don't I just wait till I get to California? And if I want to join out there, I'll, I'll just join out there instead. And I don't know why. It, I really don't know why. But um, um, So I went out to California, and I, I met Judy shortly after. And that, that changed my whole trajectory of my life. <laughs> and then the biggest surprise, I uh, to this day, it still surprised me I never joined the military. I lived on a military base my whole life growing up. Uh, people don't i'm going to say this people don't appreciate the sacrifice that oh man i don't know how it's going to come out but military kids is a different lifestyle if you haven't grown up as a military kid you would never understand it but if you look at we moved every one to three years i mean I went, like i said i went to 11 different schools i think before i graduated high school my brother went to 13 my other brother went to like 11 12 and if you think about that, we don't know anybody that we've ever grown up with. We don't know except for one person uh, that I, and he just reached out to me on Facebook. It was kind of a fluke, uh, but I'm glad he did. But um, so your entire childhood, you remember nobody. There's no, there's nobody that remembers you. There's no high school reunions, everybody. So it's a different, it's a different life, man. But um, anyhow, so there's a long answer to your question. All right. So, Rob,
1: what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about today, tough conversations you got to have with your employees sometimes.
0: Tough conversations that you're going to have with your employees. Okay. All right. I like it.
1: Oh, this is right up your alley. I mean, now that you're in super management.
0: Yeah. True.
1: Higher. High management. What, what would you call yourself?
0: Uh, extraordinary, extraordinary management, yes. upper management. Yes. yes,
1: yes, extraordinary upper management.
0: Yeah, EOP, EOM,
1: Extraordinary.
0: <laughs> E-U-M. Yes, that a boy. Uh huh. Okay.
1: Hopefully, okay. the yeah. upper management people don't hear this one. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Have you ever had to have a tough conversation with uh, uh an employee?
1: Um, you know uh yeah, actually, I did twice mm-hmm. twice, and one, I couldn't wait to do it i I think I've told that story when I took my dad's crew over and they got off the road, and I was on the road with the crew and my first uh my first thing I did was fire the old guy that everybody hated,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that wasn't a tough conversation at all i was a I was a freaking hero, yeah. The tough conversation was when my dad said, you got to call him up, apologize, and hire him back. Oh, that, no. Yeah. Yeah. That was a oh. tough conversation.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That would be.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: I remember my dad, he called me, uh he calls me like Saturday morning because I had fired the guy Friday afternoon. And uh the, he was just, he, I, I've actually told the story, I think, before, but. He was the trainer in our company, okay? He taught everybody how to put the paper on the machines, how to run them, and he was the most miserable SOB that you ever want. He was five foot nothing, weighed a 100 and nothing, but he was the most terrifying man that I had ever come in contact with in my life. I mean, just, and once he started drinking, he was and he drank every day he was 10 times more miserable I mean just and just I I remember um the first week that I had taken the crew out we were working down Long Island and things were going really good and he was being his typical self picking fights with everybody and you know just horrible and I remember I mentioned to a couple guys yeah today's a damn fire and charlie And everybody was like patting me on the back and like, yeah, this is great. What a, you know, awesome day. It was Friday, but it was also, we're going to get rid of this guy. So I fired him, walked right up, said, Hey, you're done. This is exactly what I said. I go, you are done. And he goes, you sure about this? I go, I've never been more sure of anything in my life. And he was just kind of laughing about it. You know, he wasn't, (laughs) he was, you know, just kind of smirking and laughing and everybody was all happy and watching. And I'm like, yeah, I said, I've wanted to do this for a long time. You are history, buddy. And that was it. And he got in his, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: his Dodge caravan. It wasn't a caravan the Dodge tradesman. You remember the Dodge tradesman vans, right? Mm -hmm. He had the Dodge tradesman and he drove away and, man we were all happy and saturday morning i get a call from my dad it's like hey uh you know i talked to charlie and uh, yeah i want you to give him a call you know kind of apologize make up with him and tell him everything will be fine for monday and i'm like what did you I go, huh no way i go and this is my crew now and he goes oh yeah yeah that's all that's all great he said but just give him a call and apologized <laughs> so i'm like are you not hearing me and he goes listen he goes it's a little bit different what we do okay he said not only are we you know doing floors and everything but we have to live with each other we have because we're always on the road you know you're always roaming with guys he goes so you're roaming with guys you're eating with guys you know you're with people 24 7 and he goes in. Everybody hates Charlie, and I'm like, Yeah, exactly. So I just got to go. Mm-hmm. He goes, Yeah, but they hate him. If you get rid of him, they have to turn their hatred on somebody, and it'll be on you.
0: That's brilliant.
1: And I was like, that... Wow, that uh, yeah, that kind of made sense. <laughs> you know philosophy. all this, yeah. Oh, so it was uh it was a tough conversation, man. You know, I think I was like, maybe 22 or 23, maybe something like that. And, uh, so I, you know, manned up, called him up, apologized, but in the back of my head, I was thinking, you know, he's the lightning rod. So, you know, like I said, I learned so much from my dad about people, not so much about how to do floors and stand Mm -hmm. and install and stuff, but I learned more People skills from the old man and actually jolly the giant painting he was he was a great mechanic and, and i mean once you learned it from him you yeah you know you knew a cold. but how
0: come you couldn't recognize that and what what made you think you could fire him at the time
1: well it was my crew <laughs> okay. i had taken over the crew right yeah. i was yeah. I was the foreman of the crew. Yeah. I mean, I was in charge. And, you know, I'm a Johnson, so, yeah. you know, I'm an owner, too. Yeah.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
1: You know, so I just thought, you know, how dumb my uncle and dad were to, you know, keep this cancer on the crew. Yeah. Uh, until, you know, the old man kind of explained it to me. And I was like, huh. Oh.
0: Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> a... It Actually it, makes it, a lot of sense.
1: It did make some sense. And then years later, um. I'm reading the the book about the uh, 1980 Olympic team, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, you know, the whole – you remember the movie?
0: Oh, of course, yeah.
1: Right? I mean, the movie Miracle and everything. Yep, miracle
0: on Ice or something.
1: Yeah. Well, he kind of did the same thing. The coach of that team, he thought rather than the kids from the Midwest hating on the kids from the East – he would make everybody hate him. He became the lightning rod, which actually, you know, brought the team together. Her Brooks was brilliant when it came to, you know, playing the mind game stuff.
0: You know something? Okay, so that's interesting to me, and I've thought a lot about this uh, over my life, is that um, you take a Bobby Knight. You remember Bobby Knight, the coach of the Indiana? Yes. Uh, your... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... And, and I had a, a football coach in high school. I hate it. And, but I will say, you know, he, he got every ounce of me. What, whatever there was in me he, got out of me, he got it out of me, right? Bobby Knight, I'm sure, gets everything. He probably, the players accomplished more than they ever thought possible. They got more out of themselves. They ran harder and faster and did more than they ever thought that humanly possibly that they could do, right? Because it's great coaching. But would you want to work for Bobby Knight? Would you want to, you know what I mean? Would you want to, so it's yeah. a different setting. So yeah. uh, relationships are different. The dynamic changes altogether. Uh, even if Bobby Knight could get the most out of you as an employer, I mean, make you stand better than you ever thought possible. How long are you going to put up with that? You know what I mean? Um, and you might put up with that until you got four years or great training. in. But But as for long-term, nobody wants that. Uh, so there's a, there's a difference. There.
1: And, and that was the other part to that movie. Exactly what you're saying there. You know, how long can that go for? How long can you push that narrative? Right? Well, if you're coaching a professional team, that narrative isn't going to work. And if you're coaching a college team year after year, and you've got guys who are with you for four years, it's not going to work. But that whole Olympic thing was just 10 months. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he knew that there was an end and he can push it. And now that we're talking about it, I love, absolutely love the scene. I think it's like the second game and it's, they're not doing so good. They're kind of tied, you know, and he goes into the locker room and he's kind of, you know, not happy. And he looks over at the kid from the Midwest. I forget the kid's name and he's got his skates off and He goes over, he goes, what's up with you? And he goes, well, you know, my ankle, my ankle's twisted or something. And Doc says, I can't play. And he goes, you freaking candy. (laughs) And the kid just blows up, right? But he had checked with the doctor. He goes, can he play? And the doctor's like, yeah, he can play, but it's going to be really painful. He goes, yeah, "Yeah, but can he play? Will it hurt it anymore? And he's like, no, but it's going to be painful. Mm -hmm. so he goes in calls the kid a candy the kid flips out everybody is furious they go back on the ice and destroy the team they're playing with i mean Mm -hmm. it was brilliant but like you're saying that's only gonna last so long but it was only a 10 month stint yeah for that team from the time they were put together to the end of the olympics so
0: yeah yeah um having the tough conversation Uh, sometimes by not having the tough conversation can cause you cost you in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, reputation, time loss, jobs, loss, employee, uh, you know, dissatisfaction working with guys that you just don't like. And what does that do to the crew? What does that do to the morale? Uh, so, you know, and, and, you know, tough conversations today are probably way different than they were 20 years ago.
1: I think there's a lot more of them today yeah then than there was a, a long time
0: ago a lot more tough a lot tougher conversations
1: i i i i definitely think so when i was kind of researching this stuff you know a lot of stuff started to pop up and i was like boy i mean just just the words that we use that we can't use today that we used 20 years ago like like it was nothing right
0: well, i thought you he's gonna throw out a word
1: <laughs> Well. <laughs> Here, case in point, the R word, right? We you don't even say that word anymore. Where, you know, twenty years ago, even ten years ago, everybody was using that word. Yeah, it it was just a. It it wasn't. It wasn't what it is today.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You you know the race car driver Kyle Busch. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, over the radio, or I think it was over the radio during an interview. He called somebody the R word. A guy had smacked into him, wrecked his day, and everything. Use the R word, boom. He had to go to sensitivity training. NASCAR forced him into sensitivity training. So, yeah, I mean, from what when you and I were doing this for real, when we were you know sanding floors and installing and everything, things have things have completely changed.
0: Yeah, well, no, what I mean, I'm sorry, what I mean is that. The conversations back then were a harsher tone than they are than they would be today. Like today, there's more things you have to be careful of and whatever, uh, more mindful of. But the way, I mean, you know, if you if you did something wrong back in the day, you just got massacred. You know what I mean? There was nobody yeah. worrying about your feelings.
1: Nobody cared so, about your feelings. Yeah, nobody Yeah. yeah. N- and yeah. now Jeez, yeah. you can end up in court.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, you could,
1: you know. Really mess the guy up. Yeah. The woke, the PC culture, you know, you may not agree with it, you may not like those words, but it may cost you job and and referrals and stuff. So you know, I'm not saying that we have to embrace it, but yeah, sure gotta tiptoe around it.
0: I was out my me and my wife laughed so hard we got home last night. We were out with a friend uh, and his wife, and this guy is close to 80 years old and so, nice guy but he, he said so, something that was so you know not politically correct he didn't mean anything you know what i mean he's a, yeah. he's a nice soul he didn't mean anything but the way we come across today is um, uh completely different than you know what i mean and 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 so yeah you and here's the thing too we you know you hopefully that uh, we evolve and and we there's a reason why we want to you know make sure everybody you know there's a lot of different as you want, there's a lot of um, diversity in the workplace, and everybody comes from a different background. So you just want to, above all, just respect everybody's feelings and where they come from and what have you. But there are times you got to have the conversation, um, and um, <laughs> I think maybe we can talk about talk about that. You know, it, it, it's also not only is it with uh, with from employer to uh, to employee, or maybe even the other way around. It also is from a coworker to coworker. If you've got a guy that has a bad habit or something, or that, that, uh, that, you know, maybe he's not aware of and you have to bring it to his attention, it, uh, it, can, be, it can be tough. So um, it's so tough, in fact, that we seem to have, to have a problem even approaching it. I- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and usually the conversation you're
1: putting off is the one that you really have to have
0: yeah let's do you know what maybe this would be the easiest way to do it let's do maybe we'll do it as a role play
1: oh here we go this could be fun okay
0: um i'll be the boss and you be the 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 employee that i have i have to have this tough conversation with okay
1: didn't i know this was coming or
0: you could do it the other way around i don't
1: know no no you're a boss man Okay. So, it
0: just comes second nature to me because I know
1: I, I know so I am. you are the come, boss
0: come on in Rob how you doing Say, have a seat ah uh-huh. pretty good Wayne what's hey, up that, that what last set need? of that last set of stairs you did it was really nice they really look good man and the customer was thrilled so nice job on that that that's a lot of work
1: oh great thank you very much I appreciate that
0: but you smell like dead catfish What's that all about? Uh, I, when I'm around you, I, I I smell dead catfish. And I don't know, do you just not have detergent in the house or do you, is it swamp water you're coming out of your tap or what the hell's going on with you?
1: Well, I, I work so hard for the company that, um, and when I get home, sometimes I just fall asleep in my clothes. And I'm I'm so exhausted that I just kind of wake up the next day and
0: and go right
1: back to work. Yeah,
0: yeah, I understand. But just, it's it's tough on the rest of the guys, frankly. I mean, you know, if I put two of you in a van, you can use a commuter lane to go to work. And the guys are fighting outside who's got to ride with you. And then... That, that's why I split you guys up and you it takes you an hour to get to work longer because you can't use a commuter lane because of the catfish situation so I just wonder if you maybe you could do something about that well
1: so I guess we're just going to be really open with each other correct is it is that what this no, is I,
0: I, I, didn't, I didn't say that at all
1: No, okay, I don't think because, be uh, if it, you sorry. notice I have to keep backing up my seat because of your breath
0: you,
1: really yeah do you have a dentist? Do you go to the dentist yeah. at all? Or,
0: I, I you know, when I, when I write out your check, <laughs> I, I think that should be your biggest concern. You don't need to worry about me, pal. Okay. I worry about you. So, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's in, it's in defense. So, the dead catfish smell that, that's emanating off of you, I don't have to smell so much.
1: Now, these are two conversations that... They're tough. We, we, and they're real. Yeah. They are real. I, I was running this by Pauline and the kids last night. We had a couple of kids over for supper. And, um, you know, Pauline and Rebecca are both in the dental industry. Mm-hmm. And they both had stories of people tell people coming in because the boss had sent them into the dentist because of their breath. No kidding. And they, you know, they were saying, it, you know, this is why I'm yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> coworkers, customers, bosses, you know, complaining about the breath. Uh-huh. Um, so I know it's a tough conversation to have. I mean, that's gotta be the most, I mean, you and I can do it fooling around, but the other, what they both said to me too, was sometimes these conversations can be a little helpful. There could be something else going on. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the one girl that had come in, Rebecca was telling me that she had, um, she had periodontal disease. So, you know, the heads up on that was, hey, she's, you know, they saved her teeth,
0: you know? Right, right. Well, honestly, these would be super tough conversations to have can't imagine it
1: can't imagine it and part of the research that i was doing on this is you know like yeah i and everybody can say oh yeah you know it's tough conversation yeah you ripped a band-aid off quick and and that's well yeah you know that's not going to work when you're you know dealing with somebody's feelings but one of the things that um that i read was if you do have to have this conversation let's say the bad breath conversation. They 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 try mentioned, try not to do it in the office. Take okay. the person out to lunch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know they if said, I take the person out to lunch, right? Get away from the office setting. The office set, setting sometimes can be like, hey, step into my office. I need to talk to you about something. That can be a little intimidating.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, so let's go out to lunch. Now you're at lunch. And it was funny because the breath one is like, you go to lunch. You're just talking. Everything's nice. Then when you get done lunch, pop out a mint and throw yeah. a mint here, right? And they go, oh, you know, and they say, oh, I love these things. And then offer a mint to the other guy or the other person. And then maybe they'll get the idea.
0: I don't and think then so. And
1: again, maybe they won't.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's when somebody's to... writing
1: a story. Yeah. Because I was thinking, no. I think no, no way. I I'll never forget. I I took this girl out on a date first time I dated her. I was I was a senior. Mm-hmm. She was a junior. Picked her up, and she goes, "Oh, you know, my dad wants to meet you." I was like, "Okay, great. Yeah, meet the family. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. yeah." Well, this guy brings me down into a cellar, and he's showing me all his shotguns and guns, and this and that. it's not dawning on me what's going mm-hmm. on here. I just thought the yeah. guy was a uh, gun enthusiast right mm-hmm. it literally didn't hit me until i heard a country song probably 30 years later
0: yeah i know the song you're talking about you
1: know the song i'm talking yeah, about right yeah, i'm yeah. listening to that song and i'm like holy crap <laughs> that's
0: what that was
1: i didn't see you didn't get mr.
0: it mr was talking about okay I, I think you have to be more direct though and i think that um um i think you have to start with something very positive you know, pick some things out that they do very well. You know what I mean? Look, man, yeah. you're you're uh, you're a flat-out stud. You you do these things, and, and you got to be genuine about that too. You just can't make it up, or else nothing mm-hmm. gets learned. You know, you, you do so many things that are good, blah blah blah. But uh, there's something I got to hit you with. It's a tough conversation, and and this is it. I I prefer to have that conversation on the phone myself, um, or Have somebody else have the conversation. Uh, I got other things I got to worry about, and I don't want to have that. I don't want to. Billy,
1: come here. Go tell Joe his
0: breath stinks like there. For heaven's sakes.
1: I did like the idea of maybe not doing it in the office, you know, just kind of breaking it down. But I did like also. You know, if you're going to talk to somebody about their body odor, cleanliness, breath, whatever, you know, try to... I I did like what Rebecca and Pauline were mentioning, like going with a health thing, you know, trying to, you know, hey, is there something I can... You know, because they were both telling me that the boss is like, I'll pay for your, you know, go get your teeth clean. Yeah. I'll pay for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, if the person's yeah. worth it, they're... It, you know, especially well, in the climate we live in, where we can't get employees and everything. <laughs> you know, it might be worth the investment to say, "Hey, I made a dentist appointment for you. Go see this guy. He's a great. Yeah. guy, my guy.
0: Yeah. Or you could keep him around like you kept the other guy around with, and whoever's not who's on your on your 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 list, you could have him work with him. If you don't be careful, I'm going to send you out with Frank. I think that like I said, I think that here's what I would do. I in the case that you have to do that is I would pick some things that they do well. Talk about that. I would also couch it in that, hey, it's for your own good because maybe there's something else going on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh and um and that's it. I and I always or, or, or that here's that. What I, here's, here in fact, here's the better method. Look, I brought you in here today and I wanted to let you know you've done some fantastic things. And you you I mean, I, I love the, the fact that you you work so hard and you you're, you're great with you i can't believe how fast you picked up the edger but rob has brought this to my attention <laughs> <laughs> and he's going on and on about it <laughs> to the point where i think i have to be you know i have to say something about that technique
1: yeah I mean, yeah there there you go
0: yeah don't mention it to rob because he's you know he's you know and Rob. By the, and by the way, oh, Rob's Rob got, some, yeah, he, got some. Yeah, he's got some issues
1: too. Rob should be, you know, what's that whole thing about the glass houses, right? Yeah, like yeah. he should be throwing stones. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You get close to him lately? Yeah. It's awful. Matter of <laughs> fact, you might mention that to him.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you get it. And once harmony, again, harmony Islander, in the, baby.
0: Harmony in the in the workforce.
1: Nailing it. I think the other thing you have to do too is you always gotta you gotta think of how they're gonna put yourself in their shoes when you're gonna talk about something like this. Mm -hmm. But this has got to be some of the especially what if he's your sales guy? What if he's your estimator? Mm -hmm. You know, he's out there and you know, just blowing people away.
0: Yeah. You gotta have that. I remember when we had to have the talk with Eileen about her feet. I mean, they make, huh? Our Eileen? Yeah. Do you remember that?
1: What's wrong with her feet? I didn't know she had a blood thing. The smell. It was the feet. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're going to go there. Remember that? Yeah, but she's Uh great now. (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> what is the what is wrong with my feet i didn't uh, you ask rob you guys can talk about that on your own time <laughs> i was trying to find something to pick on you eileen but you were so perfect that there was nothing so the only thing i could think of that was pretty harmless was your feet i don't even know anything about your feet now it's weirded me out when i see you next to you I, i'll be looking at your feet that's all I'm
1: thinking of. I can't wait till the next sales meeting. What, yeah. what did you see? Oh my God, they're hooves. I
0: have cute feet. I've got really small feet.
1: See, Eileen, see? I said your feet
0: were adorable. I wear kid's size shoes. Do you really? I'll oh I yeah. Have, I'll have you know something. As messed up as all this is, I have beautiful feet myself. <laughs> I really do have them. Fantastic feat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I would think I would think out of all the conversations, that's gonna be the toughest one to have. Hygiene. I think hygiene's gonna be the toughest one.
0: Yeah, it's very personal. So that, yeah, because I mean you talk about people's habits work habits, you need to, you know, maybe vacuum better or this, that. Those are those are they're not near as personal. They are, but not not like hygiene. Like
1: uh, you you know, you were joking about driving with a guy. So yeah. we had two big box trucks, right? And that's how we traveled around. And we had hired this guy and he he just didn't shower. And not only did he didn't shower, but he used to rub himself down with Johnson's baby oil. And the guy was a great worker. I mean, he was a mm-hmm. stud. But that smell. Yeah. Now, we're working in bowling alleys and gyms and stuff. You're not that close. Yeah. When you're driving in the truck, that's we used to be flipping coins like, yeah, who's I can't drive with a guy, you know, I can't do it. We're finally. Well, finally, the crew said to me, look, you got to go talk to your uncle or your dad, because because now the guys in hotel rooms with us, we're out to dinner with them, you know, whatever. And it was it was bad. So, of course, and this is back in the 80s, so they call him into the office, and they're like, you know, you stink, man. You got to shower up. If you're going to be with the guys, you got to, you know, you got to take showers every day. Shower. That's why we get to the hotel. I mean, that's that's how they had the conversation with him. The guy shows up the next day at work, and he's like, so you guys think I stink? Oh. (laughs) Really? And we're, we're like, well, yeah. Yeah. Why'd well, somebody say something to me? And we're like, we thought that the older guys would have more.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that that's a tough one, man. There might, you know, real quick, uh, and I don't know how much time we have. My, me and Judy used to be friends with this other couple, and um, years and years ago, I mean, twenty probably twenty five years ago, or maybe even longer, we went on a three day trip with them. And she was his wife was miserable the whole trip and, and and frankly just hard to be around right but whatever his his wife whatever anything about it so on the way back I said something to my friend and she thought I was talking to her and I was like you know do it yourself or whatever you know, I was just you know talking to him we we're just having a conversation the two ladies are in the back seat talking to each other she asked me she asked me something and I thought I I think she asked me to roll up the window, so I just rolled the window, and I was responding to him, and I, but it was a real sarcastic, smart remark, right? So,
1: guy to guy, up.
0: yeah. So I think about eleven o'clock at night, eleven thirty, on a Sunday night. We got back on Sunday, you know, afternoon, Sunday night, eleven thirty at night. Phone rang and it's him. And he goes, "Hey, uh, Wayne, um, I, I think you owe my wife an apology, man." I go, "Mark, what what, what happened? What did I do?" He said, "Well, when you said such and such, what well, I can't remember exactly what I said." I go, "Mark, what's the matter with you? You remember you and I were talking? You know what I mean?" And and, and in the middle, she asked me to roll up the window. But I, we were remember we were having that conversation. I wouldn't a million years I wouldn't say that to your wife. And he goes, "Oh, oh, okay, man. Oh, man, I'm sorry, man." I said, "You know, but well, I got you on the phone. Honestly, Mike, if I don't see your wife again, man." <laughs> I'm cool with that. And he goes, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. Hang hung out, Right. And I went to bed. I mean, she was, I'm telling you, man, she was horrible. So about one in the morning, the phone rings again and it's her and she is crying so much. It's hard to understand what she's saying. And she goes, what did you, what did you say to Mark? And I said, I said, you know, you know, we see a lot of each other, you know, if we just, don't have to see each other for a while. It's, you know, you're busy. I'm busy. <laughs> and she goes, well, he left. I go, what do you mean he left? She goes, he left, he left, he left, he's gone. And he says, he's divorcing me. And honest to God, Rob, I'm not making this up. It was months afterwards, they divorced. Wow. Yeah. So well,
1: you really are so a freaking
0: tornado, huh? I did him Everything the best favor. Everything you touch, you I, destroy. This, this guy had a phenomenal life after that. I'm talking wildly successful after that, and I hope she, you know, I hope she did fine too. But, but uh, yeah, he, he it was the best thing ever happened to him. So anyhow, all right. I don't. This, you know, this, I've
1: seen that before. I've seen that. My dentist. Yeah. We did. Uh, I've been going to this guy for, and one day he goes, hey, you know what? Um, yeah, you know, I think I want my floors done. He goes, finally, yeah, I like, oh, okay, great. You know, so give the, give him the estimate and everything. And he's there. And we're just talking and laughing. And he was a really great guy, but his wife was, yeah. she was, she was just not a pleasant person. And, you know, one, just one of those people that, you know, just horrible on the inside and outside just, and I could not for the life of me. Figure it out figure out what you know what's going on here and they had kids and everything but and a beautiful house nice cars i mean i mean you know he was doing well so it wasn't like i don't know so yeah i did make a couple of comments like and he's like yeah she's you know she was wondering about this i mean just the you know the absolute most Craziest little things, you know, like a, you know, a little dust someplace or a piece mm-hmm. of sandpaper left, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, and yeah, I'll take care of that. And uh, and I I made the comment like, that's got to be tough for you around here, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. <laughs> what I really wanted to say was something like you said, you know? Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, you don't know the half of it. And I was like, oh, jeez. Oh, All right, yeah. so let's let's stay completely away from that. Right. So I would say, I don't know, two years later, I come in, we're talking and you know, he's still the friendliest guy you ever meet. And uh, he goes, Hey, I got a new house. Uh, I want you to come over and and do the floors. And I was like, Oh, Oh good. He goes, well, I got a new wife too. That's uh-huh. <laughs> <was> like, really <laughs> complete
0: opposite. No kidding.
1: This woman was beautiful on the inside, the out. I mean, I, I just was laughing like hell. I'm like, I finally took him outside. I'm like, Barry, this has got to be the biggest 180 I've ever seen in my life. And he and he goes, I just can't wipe the smile off my face. Every no day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's crazy what the uh, difference he can make. <clears throat> oh yeah.
1: All right. So, some other tough conversations. Attitude.
0: That's not attitude. tough for me. At,
1: at, well, I think we started with the toughest ones.
0: Yeah. Those well, there you go. Ones... Matter of fact, that's how you start the attitude conversation. Bob, I got to talk to you about your body odor is, is it's horrendous. <laughs> not really. I want to talk to you about your attitude. You know what I mean? So now you're yeah. like, you're like, oh, well, it's not that at least. That's not a tough... Uh, that, in those circumstances would that be a tough conversation for me? Attitude. It well, has to happen.
1: And I think the attitude, there's some, you know, we see them all the time. We hear about it all the time. People who do have... Sometimes we do meet some guys in this business who get some anger issues. Really? And those anger issues... <laughs> I've, I've not i I that. know this is all foreign to you. Yeah, but um, the anger issues, the fights that happen sometimes between your employee and your customer. Those gas are the station companies. guy, the storage What's that? guy,
0: the gas station guy, the storage guy. Those kind of things. Yeah. Those. Ca- yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Um. Let's see here. Um here's where it would be that I say that's not tough, but where it would it might be tough is when people are tone deaf. Uh, some people don't don't get the nuances, you know what I mean, and they may they may not know their uh, uh, bull in the china shop type of thing, you know what I mean? They may not understand that they come across gruff. and that would be where you it, it would be a tougher conversation because they may not be aware of it. and they might be completely, you know, I yeah, that's just the way I am. And uh, matter of fact, who is it? The guy we hired one time. And uh, he, in fact, he was talked to about his attitude a little bit, and his response was the best response I think I've ever heard in my life. Hey, you knew I was Philly. I was from Philly when you hired me. He's <laughs> that fact. That's a great response. Yeah. You think about my attitude or whatever, the way I I talk. Hey, you knew I was from Philly when you hired me. Yes. I think that's that's I'd almost give the guy a pass.
1: Now you see with attitude and laziness and showing up on time and that stuff, I had no problem with those Mm -hmm. conversations with employees. None. None at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: especially when you're leading by example. Yeah. You know. Yep. Because if you're doing it, well, your guys are gonna do it. Yep. So you got to lead by example on that one.
0: Yeah, 100 percent Um termination can be tough. Um,
1: you know, I i I love when uh you know people are talking about this. And like I said, you know, some of the research and one of the guys I, I read it said, hey, it's business, it's not personal. And hmm. I was like, that couldn't be more wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. business
0: to you. It's all personal.
1: But it's all personal to yeah. the guy that you're canon, you know. Hey, I got a wife, I got kids, I got bills. What do you, you know, yeah. what are you talking about?
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, that, 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 that's a tough conversation, the term, termination one. Uh hopefully, uh um, it just doesn't come out of the blue that these conversations happened and now and actually probably important to record these. I mean, well, I don't say record them like with a with a mic with a, uh, recorder, but just write down, you know, put notes that we on August 9th, we talked about sudden sets on, on September, such and such, we talked about on you know, November, we talked about it and that, so it shouldn't be right out of the blue. And I think you could also put someone on a, a, a performance improvement plan. You know what I mean? Before that gets to that point. So, absolutely.
1: To- there you go. Now I think you're, I definitely think that's, that's the way to go a second, maybe a third chance, but yeah. like you said, give him some goals. He's got to hit, give him some, give him some uh, targets that he's got to nail that he's got to be on top of. Right. I think a couple and of these, then have to he, have- it, but then, you know, if he just keeps continuing now, it's not a tough conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah it's like hey, mm-hmm. hey
1: i gave you you know i gave so, you two i gave you two chances man I, here yeah. it is in writing here's what we talked about here yeah. you know now it's not so tough and he's got to know what's coming too
0: so i i think that a couple of things have to happen in those conversations one is that there has to be a meeting of the minds here's here's why i'm having this conversation with you um if you don't agree with it then it's then it's an easier conversation. Then we're they're we're done. We can't meet. I mean, you these are the way that that's what I have to have, and if you don't give me that, I, it's not going to work. So I think there has to be a meeting of the minds to acknowledge. Okay, here's where it needs to happen to improve it, and if that doesn't happen, well, and, and excuse me, and then and then the second part of that is the uh, the performance improvement plan it's that I need to see this by such and such dates, and and also agree to that, and uh, and look, and and also maybe there's a reason why these things are happening. Let me hear your side of it. You know what I mean? You can't just yeah. be one sided conversation. So, what, what's happening on your end? Are you think I'm being unreasonable, or maybe I'm missing something, and maybe I am being unreasonable. Uh, so, let's, let's talk about it, But, you know, the standard is this. So, let's be aware that, that that's the standard. And so, I have to, I have, to have that. Um, the other thing, too, is you're representing me. So, that's like me being out there, and I have very high standards. I can't let you bring those standards down i didn't right. get to where i am this company didn't get to where it is because we 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 lowered our standards i have to meet those standards you know what i mean i these standards i have to meet too so it's just it is what it is so
1: no i think that's a great uh that's the that's the way to do it yeah because then if you do have to terminate the guy he knew it was coming he didn't fall it you know, he didn't hold up his end of the bargain. Now it's a pretty easy conversation to have. And I think the other thing, too, is going to show the other employees, hey, they're trying. He's trying, you know. But You're
0: gonna- here's here's the other side of that, too, is that you have to make sure that you hold everybody to the same standard. And, and that's a slippery slope because you can't appear to have that. Bob gets to do this. Well, Bob is... Yeah, he's the best standard I've ever seen in my life, so he gets a pass. I, I, everybody has to be held to the same standard, yourself included, and that's why I, that's so, it's not so ambiguous of, you know, there's, where's the line at, you know what I mean? Everybody has to know where the line is, and, um, um, you know, it's tough, it's easy for us to say this, but with the labor shortage that there is now, you're, exactly. you know what I mean? It, it, right. it throws a curveball in it, because the, the labor pool isn't what it was. Uh, so that's why I think it's the approach is smarter if it's one that's mutual, that you can both agree, and maybe there's some give and take. You know what? I understand you're 15 minutes late every day. Uh, and you know it kills me. I, I that's a stickler for me. I just can't have someone be late. Well, I've got the kids, I got to deal with the way in the morning. So maybe say, listen, let me do this. Let me have you start at 8:30. Can you, can you work a little half hour later or can you do such and such? Because right? I want to I accommodate your needs as well, but, but you know, I have to have this on my side. So uh, I think once everybody walks right, away from that... Because
1: the labor pool is not banging on everybody's door anymore.
0: You know, one of the most valuable lessons I've learned in, over the course of my career, there doesn't always have to be a winner and a loser. You know what I mean? You don't... You don't I don't think that's the goal. Where in the old days, it was. I mean, in the old days, your boss, it, there was no the meeting of the mind. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Meeting of the mind. <laughs> this is the way it is. You don't like it. You hit the road. That's it. You're done. Yeah. And, and but I, I don't think that's the. Those you know,
1: days are, you know, you were saying um, everybody's got to be held to the, the same standards. Remember the guy I was talking about earlier yeah. in the show that I fired? Yeah. He was yeah. allowed to drink during the day.
0: <laughs> My gosh.
1: Yeah. He was allowed to drink. Yeah. Wow! And anybody who started, right? Any you know, yeah. new guy would come to the crew that you know they'd see Charlie pour himself a little Christian Brothers brandy, and they're like, "Oh, great! You know, I'm gonna go grab yeah. a beer or something." Like, mm-hmm. My Ugh. dad's like, "What? What are you doing? What are you? Yeah. What are you out of your mind? You know?" Well, well, he's drinking. Yeah, he's different. That's Charlie. Yeah. He Right.
0: <laughs> And that was uh, the old
1: days. It was our way of the highway. That's it. You know, you don't ask any questions. Yeah. But we don't live there anymore.
0: No, that's true. That's true. So, okay. Um, what else you got? Anything else you want to add to this?
1: Nah, we're into it for, uh, we're, we're close to 50 minutes in. Okay.
0: It's kind up. of like a, this kind of feels like a hot mess. I have to go back and rethink about the, what, the, what this show was all about. Uh, but I think somewhere in there there was information. I, th- that is I by- think
1: we covered how to have the tough conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: you know, those guys going to listen to this show thinking, "Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've been putting that off."
0: Yeah. Well, so lastly, I'll uh, maybe I'll leave with this then. Um, my father-in-law was a brutal guy to work for. There was there was no compromise. There was zero um and, and he was brutal on people man i mean I, he was a genius he was a smart guy uh as i mean brilliant man but i mean he would dress someone down like so it, well, what would happen is he'd walk away getting his point across the other guy would walk away completely dejected and i just think that uh now with the, the way things are with the labor pool whatever i think we have to look at like uh um that everybody comes away with we you know we, we got we learned, we got better, we, we, we're on the same page, uh, we're moving forward, and and, uh, and then also that we do this, we don't hold any grudges about it, and we also reward good behavior and say, hey, man, I just want to tell you something. We had that talk, remember we had that talk? I want to tell you, it's hard to change, and I noticed that you have, and I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me, right?
1: Middle, middle ground, then, common ground. That's what we're looking for now.
0: There you go. Okay, well, Rob this has been another episode of on the floor with wayne and rob please stay tuned for another episode